97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. What do you do when you're a band on top of the world and you get accused of only writing songs about women, partying, and fast cars, but you haven't even written a song about a fast car yet? Well, if you're Diamond David Lee Roth and your band is Van Halen, you go ahead and fulfill the order. You write one of the most triumphant, checkered flag-waving, hairpin-turn-hugging, green-like-go songs in all of rock and roll. One that races past the finish line and then stops on a dime. Panama is about a car and a girl, and it represents a pedal-to-the-metal breakout moment for the band just before their lead singer left to find his own groove on another track. And it will careen down the speed trap of our consciousness forever. Now, if you enjoy this episode, help us out with a like at the end, or if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Panama was released as the third single from Van Halen's sixth album, 1984. It was the last album that all four original band members recorded together. David Lee Roth, one of rock's most fantastic peacocks on vocals, Michael Anthony on bass, and brothers Alex Van Halen on drums, with the one and only late Eddie Van Halen handling the masterful, joyous guitar work. This group from Pasadena, California had come through the local bars to get signed to a major label deal after a couple of game-changing events. Rodney Bingenheimer, longtime DJ at K-Rock in Los Angeles, saw them play at the famed Gazzari's Rock Club on the Sunset Strip in LA and urged Gene Simmons of KISS to see them too. Simmons was so impressed with the band that he funded and produced their demo back in the mid-70s. And eventually, after playing a gig at the Starwood Club in LA, they were signed by Warner Brothers Records executive Mo Austin who wrote a letter of intent right then and there on a napkin in the club. By the time the band were ready to record 1984, they had enjoyed insane success, both in terms of album sales and world tours. They were MTV darlings, with over-the-top videos that are ingrained in the memory of every teenager who watched the channel in the 80s. Everyone who saw them was transfixed by this band. Diamond Dave strutting around, karate kicking his way into the hearts of rock fans everywhere, and Eddie Van Halen's exuberant and downright mind-blowing guitar playing. The kind of guitar player that only comes along every once in a great while. A guitar player who changed how other players approached playing the instrument. Undeniably special and gifted. A guy who broke the mold on the instrument and famously created his own guitar, the Frankenstrat Fender Stratocaster, chasing the tones that he heard in his head and pulling it all off with the gleeful abandon that you hear in all of his playing. A guy who played guitar like he was amazed that the thing even existed. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Now, the band had by then earned the distinction of having the highest paid single appearance by a band in the Guinness Book of World Records for getting $1.5 million to play an hour and a half disastrous set at the 1983 Us Festival. But that's for another story. And by 1984, Eddie Van Halen had built his own 5150 studios in L.A., where their sixth album was recorded. But they hadn't yet written a song about a fast car. Even after having been accused of only being capable of writing music about girls, cars, and good times by certain critics. So David Lee Roth got to work to correct that aspect of their catalog. The story goes that while he was watching a drag race in Las Vegas, he had seen a car named the Panama Express, and that impressed him enough to conjure up some lyrics conflating the race car with a girl he knew. The car is girl imagery and tongue-in-cheek lyrics perfectly played against the motor of the song, revved up by the band's hell-on-wheels engine, Eddie, Alex, and Michael. The song starts with what, for all intents and purposes, sounds like the beginning of a race, with Eddie Van Halen's bright guitar digging in loud like a race car getting into pole position. And then Diamond Dave sings. Jump back. What's that sound? Here she comes, full blast and top down. Hot shoe, burning down the avenue. Model citizen. Zero discipline. Don't you know she's coming home to me? You'll lose her in the turn. I'll get her. With David Lee Roth singing that last line way up at the top of his range. And you have no doubt that he will indeed prevail in his stated quest. And here you actually feel the road burning up beneath the wheels of this mighty rock song. The band careening around the track, providing the soundtrack to this story. The car as the girl, fast and head-turning. And we're all just passengers on this joyride. The chorus of the song is nothing more than a gang vocal. A triumphant yelp of Panama, sung in timely bursts. Gassing up for the next verse as the song continues. Ain't nothing like it, her shiny machine. Got the feel for the wheel, keep the moving parts clean. Hot shoe, burning down the avenue. Out an on-ramp, coming through my bedroom. And it's at this point that if you didn't know what Diamond Dave was singing about before, you certainly do now. When this era of Van Halen was at their best, as they were on this album and on this song, David Lee Roth's lyrics are funny, a little bit dirty, and clever. Always knowing how far to take a story before pulling back and hitting the brakes, so to speak. While that engine keeps chugging, Eddie and the band firing on all pistons in the background. And the pre-chorus repeats, Don't you know she's coming home to me? You'll lose her in the turn. I'll get her. And then the chorus, Panama, repeated in that gang vocal. And then... Eddie Van Halen's guitar solo, a solo 
that somehow seems to talk to you, playfully taunting you to keep up in this race. It's also at this point in the song that you hear an actual car engine revving. The sound on the recording comes from Eddie Van Halen's actual car. A 1972 Lamborghini, which was cranked up outside of his 5150 studios. The exhaust pipes were mic'd up and recorded as Eddie pumped the gas to gun the engine. And somehow, even the revving of a Lamborghini engine seems to stall in comparison to the mighty thrust of the band's own motor. You can literally hear the joy coming out of Eddie Van Halen's fingers as his brother Alex and Michael Anthony pump the combustion on the song. And then, as in so many fantastic Van Halen songs of this era, Diamond Dave steps up to the mic for a little spoken word piece, which leaves no doubt, again, as to the double intention of the song. And also leaves no doubt that really, only Diamond Dave could deliver these lines. We're running a little bit hot tonight. I can barely see the road from the heat coming off it. Reach down between my legs and ease the seat back. And then, just like a hairpin turn that has straightened out to nothing but open road, the song accelerates again on the bridge, closer now to the finish line. Burning rubber, all the way. She's blinding. I'm flying. Right behind his rear view mirror now. Got the feeling. Power steering. Pistons popping. Please don't stop me now. And you believe that there is no stopping now. Holding on to the edge of your seat for dear life as the chorus flies back in to take it to the end of the race. Panama repeated until the song reaches its triumphant end. Hitting the brakes suddenly after taking you on one hell of a built-for-speed joyride that you will never forget. Hilariously enough, David Lee Roth also named one of his own cars Panama. It was an Opel Cadet, which is a little four-door family car made in Germany with a boxy little body. When the 1984 album was released in January of that year, it went to number two on the Billboard 200 chart, driven by Panama, I'll Wait, Jump, Hot for Teacher, all songs that were also in heavy rotation in video form on MTV that year. The album has been certified diamond status, having sold over 10 million copies in the U.S. alone. Even Rolling Stone magazine, which has famously been critical of Van Halen, put it on their 100 greatest albums of the 1980s list. In all, the band have sold over 56 million albums in the U.S., and over 80 million worldwide, making them one of the best-selling groups of all time. Of course, shortly after the release of 1984, David Lee Roth left the band to pursue his own solo career. Van Halen then embarked on a successful and also beloved second act, with frontman Sammy Hagar taking over as lead vocalist, with label executive Mo Austin famously proclaiming I Smell Money, after first hearing the band's demo of Why Can't This Be Love with Hagar. Along the way, Hagar went his own route, was replaced by Gary Sharon of Extreme, then reunited with the band, and left again. The band was by now famous for infighting and struggles with alcohol and other excesses, 
and Van Halen's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2007 was attended by only Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony. Even though the Van Halen brothers, Anthony, Hagar, and David Lee Roth, were all inducted. The last incarnation of Van Halen before Eddie Van Halen's death from cancer in 2020 saw the return of David Lee Roth to the fold as frontman for the band. As well as the addition of Van Halen's son with Valerie Bertinelli, Wolfgang Van Halen, on bass. When Eddie Van Halen passed away in October of 2020, it was Wolfgang who announced his father's death. And he later confirmed that the band was officially done, saying, you can't have Van Halen without Eddie Van Halen. The legacy of this band is as enormous as their sound. It was Van Halen that put hard rock into the forefront of the mainstream during their incredible run. And Eddie Van Halen's style and sound will be imitated and admired for decades to come. There may never be another group like Van Halen, a group who demanded on their tour writers that the brown M&Ms be removed from the candy bowls backstage just to see if the venues were paying attention to their explicit technical demands. A group who knew what they had on offer in terms of spectacle and the ability to rock a crowd. Driven by one of the greatest guitar players in a generation with Eddie Van Halen, and with one of the most mesmerizing and charming frontmen in all of rock and roll with Diamond David Lee Roth in this era. The first six Van Halen albums are almost in a category all their own, pummeling fans with the inherent promise of this band. You will have fun with us. Just come along for the ride. And ride we still do every time we brace ourselves and strap on our seatbelts for another play of Panama. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for all the music you hear on these podcast episodes. If you liked it, give it a like at the end. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can also watch excerpts of these videos on the Behind the Song channel on TikTok. And thank you for being a part of the Behind the Song family. On the way, a song about very much wanting to drive someone home and more classic rock and roll. <laughs>